Welcome to the Property Chit Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Louise Roke, where I talk about everything and anything property. Right, today I've got Linda Wong back from Ray White in Birkenhead. Thank you so much, Linda, for spending your very valuable time to speak to us today about rental appraisals. You're welcome, Louise. Yeah. So, okay, you get a phone call and somebody says... I am moving town and I've decided I want to rent my house out. What's the process that you go through? Well, the first thing I do is like I make an appointment and go and meet the owner of the property at the property. So I actually really need to see the property. As much as photos do it justice, it doesn't quite get the feel of the place. I'm really glad to hear that because that was one of the things I was going to talk to you about because I know that a lot of agents, uh, rental property managers, I should say, they actually do this thing where they see some photos that somebody sends them and then they do an appraisal based on that and I'm not a big fan on that so I'm, I'm happy that you've said that and can you tell us why you do that? Um, because when you go out to the property you actually get to see where the location of the property is if you're not familiar with the area you get to see what its surrounding area is like you need you see the driveway you actually drive into the driveway you actually walk down the driveway you go into it and sometimes when you walk into a house you get an instant feel about it and I can't describe it apart exactly. from the fact it's just it's like a welcoming feel yes and you go wow and you can tell too like towards the end of last year I walked in I did an appraisal for a property and I walked in I went this carpet's new isn't it and she went oh it's about a year old I said yeah you can tell you can feel it yes yes and it's just been able to feel that so you can say it's you know, brand new renovated, and you can say, oh, the walls are all clean. And you can just tell. It's like, you know exactly what the property looks like now, whereas in photos, you don't know when those photos were taken. That's right. And also, you don't really know, you don't get a great idea of the flow of the property. No, you don't. Mm. It's being able to walk through and just see everything, and you're making notes and everything, and it's just like your head is like overwhelmed. But and then you take photos, but then it's more to refresh your memory. Yes, because I must say that, for instance, one time we bought a property and it had a rental appraisal, which was quite high. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't really, to be honest with you, it wasn't at a rentable state as such to that level. In fact, there were things that needed to be done on that property before it even got rented out. And I found out that the rental appraisal was only done off the photos that the listing agent had actually done. So I thought that was a little bit misleading, to be honest. It is because you you do need to make sure that obviously with the healthy homes that it does meet all the requirements and make sure there were smoke alarms in there, make sure that it's insulated, but at least you can sell it as a selling point. It's insulated. It's got heat pumps to keep you warm in winter, cool in summer. It's those things that as a property investor looking to buy that they're not going to have to spend extra money on. Exactly. And I mean, there were quite bad stains down on under the furniture downstairs. And then a lot of the windows didn't have their sort of, uh, you know, the arm on them. So there were there was lots of things to do before that property could even be rented out. So and, yeah. they couldn't see that just from looking at photos. Well, you're not because photos generally present a property at its best. Mm, exactly. I mean, there's usually staged photos for when it was sold or yes. whatever, and, and you don't know how long ago that was. Yeah. Um. Normally, I like to talk to the owners as well because you get a feel of the owners, and they ask you questions like, "Should we leave our whiteware in there?" And I generally tell them, unless it's fixed oven, hob, dishwasher or whatever and rain hood and stuff. It's like with the fridges if you leave it in there or whiteware like washing machine or dryers, if you leave it in there as soon as it breaks down you are Good point. To get it good point. So, so that is a really good point you're making because this is something that landlords do need to know. So, for instance, what Linda is saying is that 
if you've got a washing machine and a dryer there and you say, oh, look, let's make that part of the property, the tenancy agreement. Yeah, the chattel list. I mean, then then you are responsible. The landlord is responsible when it breaks down to fix it or replace it. So what about if there was a, say, a washing machine in there and and the person says to you, well, listen, I'll, I'm prepared to leave it here, but I'm not making it part of the chattel list. But the tenants, if they want to, they can use it. But if it breaks down? I would go, no, take it away. Okay, that's good to know. So hope you're listening out there, landlords. If that's a story and you're not sure and you don't want the hassle of having things breaking down and you having to fix it or replace it, then that might be an option for you. So if you were, if people are doing one, is there any requirement, if people are, you know, if a property manager is doing a um, an appraisal and they have not been to the property because I know there's a lot of people who actually don't go to these properties. Is there any requirement for them to put in their appraisal that this property was site unseen? Yes, it's like for at the moment with our office, unfortunately um, with the amount of listings that are going through, there are a lot of rental appraisals for every listing there is a rental appraisal done and there are not enough property managers to go around to right. do it. So basically what we do say is these are from photos only. That's good, that's good. So it is quite clear. Yeah. So I guess if you are purchasing a property, what you need to make sure is that if it doesn't say that in there, I guess you'd need to really ask what property manager went to this property and exactly. did yeah, 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 because I, it would be worth even making a phone call to that person actually just to you know yeah. make sure they have because sometimes they they might not have that on there. It might not be on there, but it should be on the appraisal. That yeah. it was but it was based on photos only. Yeah. Um, Obviously, mistakes do happen, and sometimes yes. people use the wrong templates. That's right. It might be a genuine mistake, yep. but I think you need to really know that that is the true. Yep. Yeah, that's a really good one. Uh, what else can we say about rental appraisal? So you go there and you meet the landlord. You talk about the chattels. You go through the property. Now, what about if there's anything that needs fixing or anything damaged? I mean, the inspection report, for instance. What happens there? Okay, so what you need to make sure is when you're going through, um, you want to make sure that it is all fixed before it gets tenanted out because you don't want to tenant out a property that's really not well maintained because what we generally do is um, for that ingoing inspection report for a tenant, that is basically the status quo. This is like the condition of the property when the tenant goes in, they sign and acknowledge that so that when the tenant leaves, that's what we're going to base the outgoing inspection on, allowing for fair wear and tear. Yes. So if you've got a sparkling clean oven when the tenant moves in and the oven is not sparkling clean when they move out you can say it's not clean you need to get it clean this was the condition it was in when you moved in it's just proof well see that's interesting too because when you are selling a property there's always this gray area talking about cleaning (laughs) there is that gray area in property management as well unfortunately i was going to ask you that because i thought it might have been i thought it might have been a miracle no it's just the fact that when we go in there and you know we see a property especially with i mean ovens are a classic example right because you get grease on it sprays on the glass door you can see it um it just looks as long as they have it, it, it look put it this way you haven't got last night's roast all over the oven yeah. they've actually made an attempt as long it, as it's yeah it looks yeah. like they've made an attempt but the thing is if the owner had it professionally cleaned beforehand at least you can say it to them, it's going to be professionally cleaned okay because that's another thing i was going to ask yeah. you so okay so you're saying do some people when they are renting out a property give you evidence that they've had it professionally cleaned they've had the carpets professionally cleaned and then when you're renting it out, you say to the people, 
that when you exit this, because it was professionally cleaned, the carpets and the house... Still very hard to enforce, unfortunately. Okay. Even the carpets, because I know yep. in Australia that that actually in some states was was um, a requirement. Yeah, we can't enforce that And that's in New not in New Zealand. It's just reasonably claimed because okay. we can't actually tell a tenant how to live. Yeah, exactly. And everybody has a different interpretation yeah. of claim. Yeah. And that actually um, is also with the inspections because basically when you go to inspect a house, when you're doing a property inspection, you're not really looking there how the tenant's living. No, you're not. You're just actually trying to make sure that there are no leaks, like underneath the sink and everything. You're looking at the state of the sills. You're looking at the state of the blinds. Are they ventilating? Because obviously the property is supposed to be ventilated. Is there any maintenance that's up and coming that we can see? Are the lawns being done? Is the garden being kept up to speed? So we're really not looking at how the tenants are living. We're actually more looking at the state of the property to make sure that we're looking after the owner's asset. And how often do you do these inspections? We do them every three months. Okay, that's good. Oh, that's pretty good, isn't it? Gosh, that's great, actually. Well, some insurance companies, so everybody read your fine print. Oh, really? Make sure that you're actually doing ah, inspections interesting. as your insurance company. See, that's some, why you need to speak to Linda. Some of them will say six months, okay. some of them will say three months. And so that's actually in your insurance policy? Yes, it is. Gosh, I'd better go home it and look is. at mine. <laughs> It probably has. I've come from an insurance background, so oh, I'll get a little fine There you go. Yeah. There you go. Gosh, that's really interesting, Linda. So the other thing is too is the rights of the tenants, as far as you know, when you, well, not the rights of the tenants, but what I'm saying is when you are actually taking on a tenancy agreement, it is very, very important. Do you meet the tenant at the property to go through this property management inspection of how the property is? Um, we don't always have to. Some tenants like to be there when we're going through the property. Right. And what we're doing is we're just trying to put them at ease. It's like we're not looking at how they live. Yeah. We really are looking at the state of the property. Yeah. No, sorry. Person. I meant when the person is thinking of taking on the property. Okay, so what we do, we don't meet them at the property because they've obviously done a viewing yes. at the property already. So we don't rent out a property to anybody that hasn't come to a viewing. Yes, that's so good. So therefore, we've had some interaction oh, with good. them prior. Yes. Um, we generally meet them up at the office and we will go through the tenancy agreement okay, with what they good. should be doing and some of the fine prints and just what our office process is as that's well so good. they understand where we're coming from. Yeah. So if they get sent an arrears text or a letter, don't take it personally, but it's just part of our office yes. process. Because the thing is, what I'm saying is, is that my advice to tenants out there, when you go to view a property, you need to make sure that you make some notes of perhaps, you know, oh, a bit of paint was off there or there was a, a dent in that. Because you have to make sure that that is on your property inspection. Which is what we do, is we actually have a detailed and going inspection report with the report and the photos. Good. And we go to them, look, you've got a week, go through the property. If oh, anything has been oh, missed okay. out, can you take a photo and let us know and we'll put it on the property oh, file that's for you. Great. That's because as great. much as we see the house when it's empty, we're going to miss something yes. because we're only human. Yeah. That's really good to know. So they've got a week to do that. They've got a week to do that, yeah. So what sort of things, when you meet the landlord there, you go through the property, what sort of things do you ask them or what do you need to, you know, what information do you need from a landlord? Well, we need to make sure who's going to pay the water rates, how is that going to be charged, land rates, we can take care of them, that for them as well. So they obviously need to sign over the authority, so we manage all that process for so, them. So, sorry Linda, who normally does pay water rates? With the water rates, we have the invoice coming to our office, and generally what we do is then we invoice the tenant for the volumetric charges. I so see. basically the landlord will pay the fixed charges, I see. and then we just charge the tenant the, what they use, okay. the volume, and then we attach a copy of the water rates invoice to their invoice so they can actually see oh, what okay. they're 
actually been charged for. And what else do you need to know from the ten- from the landlord? We need to actually remind the landlord that they need to spend money on the property every year. So whether they need to get the house wash or the gutters clean, there is going to be a minimum spend they're going to need. They can't get away with not spending any money mm. on the property, mm. unfortunately. Yeah, and that's to keep it as a good investment as well, isn't it? Definitely. I mean, you've spent a lot of money on it already, so you need to be prepared to spend a little bit more on it. Yes. So at the moment in the North Shore, what are the main type of properties that people are looking for do you think or is it just a whole range it's quite interesting at the moment we've probably got a lot of people inquiring after either two bedrooms because it's either a couple yes and they need the extra room for office space or whatever or else going to like the three beds when there's a couple one child and then there's just an extra one or yes. else and then you go to the yeah, what the other extremes where there's like the four beds or five beds, but there's two couples. Yeah, okay. So everybody is having to share and everything because of the it rent. Is. I think a lot of them we found that with the bigger houses, they were prepared to pay a little bit more and get a better quality. Whereas if they were looking for a two bed, they weren't getting the same quality. And how could you? What's some tips that you could give some tenants if they were looking? Because it's it's hard to get a property, isn't it? Is that right? Is there supply and demand? It's very difficult at the moment, Um, especially certain areas, certain bedroom sizes and everything like that. We've had a few where they've needed to find one like in a week, two weeks because they've been given notice and they've just like turned up at viewings Mm. and Mm. they've actually, you know, there's been about 30 people and they've just not been able to get anything and then they've had no responses from property managers. So So do you actually let everybody know who's been through whether the... You know, if they've applied, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, sometimes if they haven't seen them and they've just made inquiries and the property's under the application, I will tell them, them back. That's good. That that's good because that, that that's really annoying actually yeah. when people and I know it happens all the time in real estate. It does, and like sometimes we forget. Yeah, unfortunately, we are human and we we do forget. Yeah, but um, there are some people and some agents out there, sales yeah. consultants out there that just do not get back to you. I mean, you know, it's just ridiculous. And, and, and if you're giving service, well, that's what you should be yeah. doing is acknowledging people. I just people. think, well, you know, it's just letting them know exactly. that, you it's know, it's, courtesy. it's gone. Mm. Yeah. So. so what's some tips that you can give some tenants to make themselves, you know, have a chance? What What's some things they can do? Fill out the application properly. Put the right email addresses on there, especially if there's more than one applicant. Be aware that there will be credit checks done on them. So if there is anything untoward... Be upfront about it. We've had a few now where, you know, historically, as they were growing up, they've had their wild years and they've done things they haven't done, but they've been upfront about it. And it's like, you know what, we are prepared to give people a chance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's um, really covering how to get into a property and, and a few bits and pieces for the landlord. Is there anything else that you can think of when you do appraisals or when you meet the landlord and tenants? Um, when you're doing an appraisal, it is only a guesstimate to yes. be, and it depends on what the market is yeah, at the time. Yeah, supply and demand, doesn't it? It is. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes we can get it rented within a week. Other times it'll take six weeks. It's just really, yeah, supply and demand, and we can't figure out how it's going to be. Properties that are well kept and clean and tidy, which we think we should rent just like that, have taken the longest time, which is really unusual. Oh, okay. So where do you advertise? I mean, how do tenants find out about these properties? Our biggest probably portal is Trade Me. No, I thought it would. We actually have had a few more queries now through realestate.co.nz. Oh, okay. That's so good. that's actually yeah. coming through yeah. now as well. No, that, it no, is. So, great. yeah. 
Okay, well, so that's given people some tips about, especially investors, uh, about if they are looking at buying a property to just double check, if, especially the bank might want to know that too. You don't want to be thinking that your property is going to rent out for $900 and then you find out it's $700 and you're $200 short. So make sure that whoever you get that rental appraisal from, it is actually either a site unseen or that property manager actually has been to the property because I think that's probably way more accurate. It is way more accurate because what you can do is you can have basic three-bedroom home. I just did a appraisal just recently and it's like a four-bedroom home. But by doing it by photos, it would not have done it justice. So by me going out there and visiting, I could actually see the true value. Yes, so that was the other way around. That actually gave – you actually probably thought by visiting it, the rent was actually more than if you'd just yes, seen the photo. So it right, can work definitely. both ways. It can work both yeah, ways, definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So that's Linda Wong. Thank you very much from the property management in Ray White and Birkenhead office on the main street there. Thanks very much, Linda. Thanks, Louise. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Property Chit Chat. Subscribe to hear all our episodes. If you want further information, visit goodtonic.co.nz and hit the Property Chit Chat tab. Till next time, over and out.